2: Sport city, sport city, chef, chef. Sports city, sport city, chef, chef. Sport city, sport city, chef, chef. Sport city, sport city, Yes, we got a brand new present. Joe Biden, we riding. I pray you haven't seen. Word from the wise, my people stay ahead. Of. Come on, I've been relevant, trying to survive the elements. It ain't no love in these streets, these dudes telling it. Case goes from cold to hot. Kaboom! Sports City chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your the spoon. They well in tune, bloom like a flower in June. Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom. to so tell a friend it's the Sports City chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports City, Sports City chef, chef. Sports City, Sports City chef, chef. Yeah. Cabbie, <laughs> Tosh.
1: This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS. For 15% off any apparel when you shop online at PHIApparel.co. That's PHIApparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now
2: while supplies last.
0: What's good, it's City. Welcome back to the All-NBA Food for Thought Show with your boy Ace, NBA head chef, a.k.a. Royce King, man. I'm in here, in this building. You got the next 60 minutes locked and loaded with me. I'm ready. I got dishes and you doing. Let's get to it, man. The guest call in number, you know what it is, nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. We just completed opening week, opening weekend of the NBA. It's done. Benito, send the books. All my fantasy owners out there, did you win? Did you win? Ha huh, ha. Huh, did you win? I know I did, pulled off a 6-3 against a very tough opponent, somebody that I've matched up with numerous times in our season-long uh, salary cap league that's been open probably, say, maybe six or seven years. Always a tough owner, man. Good management. Knows really how to construct a roster. And I'm not afraid to tell you I've taken some regular season Ls against this man. But opening week, I got him. You feel me? Took care of business might have underestimated some of my no-name players that I had on the roster, but that's neither here nor there. All we care about is getting a dub, man. So we made that happen. What else we got going on today? Uh, man, we got to get into the end-season tournament conversation. NBA just unveiled. we we'll throw that around the kitchen a little bit. Uh, we got games coming up tonight. Get you started with that first half of the week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll touch on those just a little tad bit, if you don't mind. Um, so before we do all of that, you know what we got to do? It's the jump ball portion. What is that? What do you mean, jump ball? Man, we got to get into these transactions and this injury report, especially for my fantasy heads out here, right? Got to set that line up. And so uh, what I'm looking at right now is East, the Cleveland Cavaliers, They are really being ravaged with injuries right about now. Thought they were going to get some guys back when I was looking at the injury report earlier today. And uh, as of the last five minutes, Jared Allen has been ruled out for Tuesday's game against the Knicks. So if you own Jared Allen and you thought you were getting him back tonight, sorry, not happening. Darius Garland has been ruled out again dealing with a strained left hamstring. Or maybe they're just trying to get some of those new faces acclimated into the play. I don't know. The how he thinks it's on. Ty Jerome will not play. So he's not the guy to go to. Everybody knows by now, it's Karis Levert and Isaac Okoro. And if you're riding that Max Bruce train, because he went off for 20-something in 12 or 15 rebounds, like he was Kevin Love, hey, All I can tell you is, ride it because the wheels are going to fall off. That is not who he is. I mean, it's still Max Bruce, okay? You are who your player card says you are. Just do your homework. You know what's going on with that guy. O.G. Ananobi. Reports are saying that he should be ready to go for Monday's game against Portland. That doesn't make me feel really confident. I'm glad I don't own him. I don't invest in a guy who's notorious for being injured. I'm just keeping it a buck with fellas and, and ladies who are playing fantasy basketball. O.G. Ananobi, not my guy. But if he's yours, he should be a go. Precious Achua also ruled out. I don't know what's going on with Precious. Is he ever going to get a time or a shot in Toronto to be a significant role player? We know the name because we are core fantasy players but never anything special to see, seems like. That's disappointing. I thought he had a lot of promise. Uh, Nick Claxton, once again, will not be available for the game. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the Miami Heat, I thought I was doing something smooth last week when I added Dayron Sharp to my roster. Man, was I disappointed when Nick Claxton didn't get to start and De'Ron was still coming off the bench. For Dorian Finney-Smith? Man, what kind of bullshit was that? Something is amiss in the game. Mm -hmm. Zach Levine is available for Monday's contest against the Pacers. Man, I've seen some funny things in fantasy basketball over the past week. Like a guy who had Zach Levine on his roster going into the season. Zach kind of lays an egg or a dud. Doesn't really ball out in game one and the guy drops Zach Levine and misses out on the 50 ball. <laughs> Who panics after one game, people? What the hell are we on? <laughs> Cut it out, man. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> He's not clearly going to win a championship making decisions like that. That's very emotional. He can't die with every miss shot. Just put it that way. Johnny Davis, not on the injury report. Daniel Gaffer, people really thought he was going to be special this early in the season. Can't rule it all the way out, but again, I believe that you are who your player card says you are. Meanwhile, Daniel Gaffer's ruled out against the Celtics. Kind of looking ahead to uh, Tuesday night, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, out. Yeah. Even though some reports are saying Devin Booker is doubtful, till I see something that says he's playing, man, he's out. Don't wait don't don't do that. Don't get yourself all caught up in a jam. Roy Hachamore is probable. Cam Reddish probable for the night. They love to play with us when it comes to LeBron James people in this injury report. Don't you hate when the systems put the little red flag next to his name? Right? They make you think that he's doubtful, he might not play, he needs rest. Well, again, I do my research. I actually played this game. If you go back to last season and you look at the start, LeBron James didn't miss a game for every game that was scheduled on the docket for the month of October. And last year, I want to say this season started on like the 18th or the 19th. He played. I don't know when it was he missed, but he was playing. In those early games in November, he was playing. And now you got the in season tournament coming up? Nah, I don't care what you say. Yeah, he's one year older, but it don't make that much of a damn difference. If he came back to play, if it was that serious, he would have freaking retired. Hey, man, get LeBron James in your lineup. And uh, if something else happens, it wasn't my fault. (laughs) Draymond Green officially probable for the night's game against the Pelicans. They got Klay Thompson questionable. Jonathan Kaminga questionable. All right, so check back with your regular sites and sources. You know where to go by now if you really do this thing. Um, Otherwise, man, I'm about to turn our attention to uh, talk about this in-season tournament. A lot of nice new uh, court designs and logos. So what I'm hearing is the reason for this design is when people are flipping through their channels in the month of November, And they have league pass, it's important for the NBA, they felt like, to send a clear message to the viewership that on a particular Friday, every Friday that is in the month of November, starting with this coming Friday, November 3rd, and every Tuesday outside of Tuesday, November 7th, which is Election Day, you need to see – a court design that grabs your attention and sends a clear message that this is no regular, ordinary basketball game. This is no run-of-the-mill. mill they just going up and down just to get paid. No, 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 no. They want you to know that this design, this is a message. It's clear. It's a whole lot of money at stake. Guys are playing for a nice little bag a nice little incentive a serious bonus okay and guess what these games matter not only for the regular season but more importantly this new design this new invention if you will this new brand of basketball called the nba cup man got to get in on it so if you haven't been on your social media you probably haven't seen the design, But if you have been on your social media, clearly you've seen all 30 different court designs. They're pretty colorful, definitely an eye-catcher, a real grabber of your attention. So that should be cool. Um, when it comes to the breakdown, what we're going to have in the month of November are what is called the knockout round. And in these knockout rounds, we got like six groups of five teams. So in the Eastern Conference, right? We got what they call East A group, East B group, and East C group. Subsequently, following will eventually I'll speak to you about the West A, B, and C, right? So let's get to who's in the East A group for those who don't know yet. We have uh, the Philadelphia 76ers in the East A, along with the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Atlanta Hawks, the Indiana Pacers, and the Detroit Pistons. Each of these teams will play uh, two. Home game. I don't know why that matters, but there's going to be two home games for each team. They'll play each other, I believe it is once. Get down to some form of a uh, was it the quarterfinals, right? Then they'll do a semi and a final. Starting December the fourth and the fifth. That's when we're going to get into those games that uh really matter, right? Before they have uh, the championship round, the semifinal championship round, there in Las Vegas, uh, December seventh and December ninth. But anyway, I was just saying all that to say, man, I'm trying to decide who I'm going to pick. Am I going to pick the Sixers, Cavs, Hawks, Pacers, Pistons, based on the current standings? Mm, somebody is surprised us. I want to say it's the Indiana Pacers in the East, along with the Orlando Magic, both sitting at two and zero doesn't mean I'm going to pick them to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. I got the Sixers in East A group. In East B, we got the Milwaukee Bucks, the New York Knicks, the Miami Heat, the Washington Wizards, and the Charlotte Hornets. I'm going with all the obvious choices, ladies and gentlemen, the Milwaukee Bucks. Despite the changes, right? If there's a Dark Horse winner, uh, maybe, I apologize. I I'm wrong. I'm making a correction. East B, I'm rolling with the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat, (laughs) been getting to the NBA Finals and not winning it. Maybe they get a consolation prize, and they get an opportunity to also compete for this cup and win that. All right, yeah, I'm going to go with the Heat. East C, you heard it here first. I changed my mind live on the air. It's possible, people. You can change your mind at any point. EC, man, we got the Boston Celtics, the Brooklyn Nets, the Toronto Raptors, Chicago Bulls, and the Orlando Magic. I know it's very early in the season, but the Orlando Magic are 2-0. I repeat, the Orlando Magic are currently 2-0. I'm going with the Boston Celtics, who are also 2-0. and Out West, West A Group, headed by the Memphis Grizzlies, who will be playing without Ja Morant. We have the Phoenix Suns, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Utah Jazz, and the Portland Trail Blazers. I'm betting my money on the Phoenix Suns. No Bill, no Booker, resting in the first week, in the second week of the season. (laughs) Who y'all fooling, man? Cut the joke. Stop playing. Matt Ispia is very ambitious. They want to win all the time as much as they can, and he's not afraid to spend the money to do it. West B, we got the Denver Nuggets, the Los Angeles Clippers, New Orleans Pelicans, Dallas Mavericks, and the Houston Rockets, which might be the most competitive of all these groupings, in my opinion. Uh, dude, this is tough. I'm going with the defending chance. Let's go Nuggets. In West C, We got the Sacramento Kings, Golden State Warriors, Minnesota Timberwolves, Oklahoma City Thunder, San Antonio Spurs. Kings are going to be trying to get De'Aaron Fox healthy, suffered a moderate right ankle sprain. At least that's what they're calling it. I think he's going to make his way back when his team's games play on, uh, I want to say every Friday in November is a tournament game, a knockout round game for the Kings. And then their fourth game will conclude on the last Tuesday of November. Uh, so, yeah, I know all that because I'm pulling, I'm rooting for the Kings. Go Kings. All right? So those are my choices and selections uh, and uh, my little takes on uh, this upcoming tournament situation, right? So, again, man, guest call in number 929-477-2759. You want to jump on. Do these dishes talk a little something maybe do a crazy hot take. don't make it too hot though but uh in the meantime yo hold tight i got a couple bills to pay we'll be right back
1: this portion of our program is brought to you by phi apparel company phi apparel company provides unique designs and high quality clothing for the great fans of the philadelphia area With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at PHIapparel.co. That's PHIapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last.
0: All right, folks. Let's talk a little bit about the NBA standings in uh, the Eastern Conference. I kind of gave you a quick little rundown. Who's sitting at the top? Again, if you missed that, the Orlando Magic, Indiana Pacers, and Boston Celtics. These three teams are both, are all, excuse me, three and, excuse me. Damn, what is up with the tongue today? First day working with the new one. The Detroit Pistons and the Philadelphia 76ers are 2-1. and one. The Milwaukee Bucks, the Charlotte Hornets, and the Washington Wizards are 1-1. One The Miami Heat, the New York Knicks, Cleveland Cavaliers, Chicago Bulls, the Atlanta Hawks, and the Toronto Raptors are all one and two. And the team, without a victory in the Eastern Conference, to my surprise, honestly, is the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, look, Ben Simmons was looking really good. He still looks good in terms of his physique, his body, and his mindset. He appears ready to play. Um, But what I'm questioning from the first two games is actually Jock Vaughn. Like, what are you doing? Like, why do you not have Ben in the game in the final minutes? Like the closing seconds to make point guard decisions. I mean, he's only been an all-star multiple times. He's only made an all-NBA team, right? He's only the highest-paid player on your freaking team in your franchise right now. What's going on? I don't get it. If he's back, let him be back. And then the other issue that I have is that let's keep it above. This is primarily uh majority of guys on the team outside of Cam Thomas, are defensive first guy. Okay? That's who they are. And when you look at their uh, opponent's points per game, they're giving up 119.5 points per game while scoring 116.5. So they're in game. But, again, they're giving up almost what was number one in terms of total offense points per game average last season for the Sacramento Kings, which was right about 119 to 121. So what's happening with Brooklyn, in my opinion, is my defensive-minded guys are forgetting their identity and who they are in an effort to provide some shooting around Ben Simmons. I think the first game they might have played without Michael Bridges and Cam, keep seeing those guys kinda of like in and out. I'm not watching every single game people are like it's a lot to do, okay? Um but they need more consistent shooting. Cam Thomas is a is doing the best he can to be a walking bucket, but he's still this is gonna be the most playing time he's had in terms of consistency and uh and knowing that he's got a significant role. All right, for this entire season for the most part. it's early. I'm not worried about it. I'm just surprised that they were 0-2. I thought they had an opportunity to probably be 2-0 or at least 1-1 from what I've viewed. The Milwaukee Bucks, talking about what happened. You know, Dame had a great opening night. Last night, he didn't shoot the ball well. Doesn't matter. Like, some of these teams where... All-stars, all pro caliber players are blending and coming together for the first time under a new head coach, new schemes, not just new to Dane, it's stuff that's new to Giannis, to uh, Brooke, Lopez, and everybody else who's going to be on the court trying to execute with new head coach Adrian Griffin is asking for. All right, so. Going to get a little uh, up and down, a little ebb and flow uh, early in the season. I will say the story, in the first three games, some teams have played a a max of three already in the first week. The Detroit Pistons, wow. Shout out to uh, my home county product, home team, Jalen Durant from Newcastle. County, Newcastle, Delaware. That's where I was born and raised, Wilmington, Delaware. The county is Newcastle. Um, wow. Looking good, young fella. Represent, putting on, keep doing what you're doing. The Detroit Pistons have their franchise center. It's not a question. There's no doubt in anybody's mind. And you might feel like, man, how y'all going to jump to that conclusion already? There's only been three games. Didn't he say it's only three games? It's too early? Uh, when you ball like he's balling, man, it looks like the young man is going to be 10 and 15, like crazy numbers. All they got to do is keep feeding them, keep riding them. All they got to do is maintain. But, hey, look, he's 19. He's still got plenty to learn, but it's very impressive what he's doing right now. And I'm going to shout them out. I'm going to big them up. I'm going to give them his kudos. The Detroit Pistons uh, got a lot of young talent on that team, and everybody on that roster is hungry. They all want to be the man, right? But the business, it's organization, and you're going to have to play your role. And if Jalen Duran is in tag to play the role as franchise center, everybody needs to uh, straighten up, fly right, get on board, line up if you will. And make it happen. Turn our attention to the Western Conference. See what's happening over there in the West. The defending champs, looking like champs, 3-0, and handling business, holding their opponents to 102 points while outscoring them plus 16. Yeah, 118.3, the Denver Nuggets, points per game average. Their opponents, 102. Sound like a champ to me. I don't know what y'all thinking. <laughs> don't write them off. Back-to-back, back, it looks like you fill in the blank. The New Orleans Pelicans picking up where they left off in terms of the beginning of last season, the 22-23 campaign came out like gangbusters with a healthy Zion. They are 2-0. The Dallas Mavericks, 2-0. The Phoenix Suns, the Golden State Warriors, the Sacramento Kings, the Los Angeles Clippers or LA Clippers, whichever you prefer, the Oklahoma City Thunder two and one, Minnesota Timberwolves one and one, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Utah Jazz, and the San Antonios, and bringing up the rear, the Houston Rockets, the Portland Trailblazers, and the Memphis Grizzlies o oh and three. What the heck? Hey man. All right for everybody who is panicking about the Memphis Grizzlies, you got to understand it's not just that Ja Morant is going to miss 25 games or is missing 25, right? It is Dylan Brooks is not there who was helping them win games when Ja wasn't available last season or in prior season where you felt like this is a good team and they're still able to compete even when Ja isn't playing. Uh, with my big man, Steven Adams, he's out for the season. He's unavailable. The young big man prospect, Santi Aldama, is not available. Then you add new faces, despite the fact they're veterans, champions, MVPs, in terms of individual accolades. You talk Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose add those bets to the roster, they still got to adjust. So what is it like playing next to Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, young prospect, looks like it's going to be his year. Zaire Williams, know the name, write it down. If you're playing fantasy and you're looking for something that's hot, that's going to maintain more than likely, Zaire Williams. You better get on board right now. He's about six and eight. He was six eight, I think, when he came in the league. I think he's actually over the last couple of years up to six ten now. Think Paul George. Okay, think Paul George. That's what Zaire Williams can be. I'm not saying he will be, but that's what he has the potential to be. Just Open your eyes and look. Hear me when I tell you. Okay? Then you got David Roddy who's playing minutes off the bench. John Conshar, like, trying to meld ma- this new Memphis Grizzly team and new identity and, and, and handling more minutes than some of these guys have seen is, is, is getting off to a slow start. But don't panic. All right? This is a well-coached team. These guys are competitors. you got to remember that Triple J just competed uh, in the World Cup game. So some of these guys, well, at least he is, he's probably a little fatigued already, meaning like he didn't get the rest that he was looking for. Bigger, first time, playoffs, USA season. His first time going through that format. This is his first experience with regular season, playoffs, no real off-season because he's doing USA basketball, and then it's preseason and it's regular season, and he's being asked to be the face or carry the load, all right? So, be patient with the Grizzlies. Man, I got to pay some more bills. We're going to get to that, and we'll be right back.
1: This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at PHIapparel.co. That's PHIapparel.co. Go. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last.
0: All right, let's get into uh, week two. We got goodies and games, right? We all know what today is or tomorrow if you celebrate goons and goblins and all that kind of stuff, man. Enjoy the uh, dress up. Um, but I want to talk about tonight's action. Available to most people who might not uh subscribe to uh NBA League Pass. Right? You're a diehard man. You you spending that bread and you getting League Pass. Uh the least you could do, right, for yourself and your fantasy team, uh more likely is to do what? Get NBA T V via the NBA app. Things like that, right? Okay. So, on NBA T V at eight PM tonight we got the Golden State Warriors and the New Orleans Pelicans, okay? So I don't know what your thoughts are or how anybody out there is feeling about Zion Williamson, uh, TJ, Herb Jones. Uh, I mean, they're holding it down. Jonas Valanciunas getting it done, doing what he does, he rebounds, right? So they got the Golden State Warriors. They got their hands full tonight. Um, I don't know who I like in this particular contest. Zion's a problem. Clearly. When it helps. I mean, he's quick. He can handle. He's got touch around the basket. I mean, his ability to finish through traffic, over traffic, in traffic. (laughs) Special talent, right? Which is why we all want him to Stay healthy and continue to entertain us. Uh, But when it comes to the Golden State Warriors, they not a win, and they're off to a a better start this season in terms to their focus on the road for victories. They were abysmal on the road last season. I want to say they won all of 11 total games on the road. Just the Golden State Warriors, like five-time NBA champ Golden State Warriors. They on the road, all right? Um, but now they already have two wins via road warriors. No pun intended. Um, so I'm going to go with the Golden State Warriors, man, to win this game. Should be entertaining. Steph is doing everything he can to entertain us with all the antics and the uh, Macaulay-Compkins, home alone type stuff. I mean, talk about a talent. He'll But we're probably not getting enough conversation is the presence of uh, Chris Paul. I mean, really, not about is he starting or coming off the bench, man. Please shut that shit up. I'm tired of hearing that. That's goofball talk. Let's talk about what he means when he's on the court, controlling pace, we know they pace and space and all that kind of stuff. They like to play fast, and everybody says Chris Paul doesn't play fast. Look, he's playing fast enough to the tune of nine, almost ten assists a game, whatever it is. I think he's averaging. Uh, he's still getting steals. What's struggling right now for Chris, I think, in terms of being affected by pace, is his shot. Not shooting the ball efficiently like he normally does, but he—you can tell he can sense and feel the freedom, and so. Maybe it's affecting his legs right now, playing at that pace, given his age, but what does it matter? They're winning. He's got to be having a good time. And uh, I happen to be watching um, one of those games where they put in rookie Trace Jackson Davis. And his presence, uh, green and roll and be a lob threat, all of a sudden the Warriors started getting – the most wide-open shots. I ain't talking about those wide-open shots that Steph used to always find, and you're wondering why he keeps getting open shots. But, no, everybody, all of a sudden, it was Steph got one. Clay gets one. Wiggins gets one. Like, anybody, they wanted to get a wide-open shot or on a weak side, they just put them in screen and roll with Trace jackson Davis. Now, here's the thing. He received not a single lob pass from anyone. But the scouting report is four-year college player, bread and butter, pick and roll action, right? Lop if he checks in, guess what you know what to do? Hey, hit drop. <laughs> anyway, I like the Warriors, man. Uh, at 1030, we have the Orlando Magic taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. As I mentioned, there's been a lot of conversation about whether LeBron is going to play. I think he plays. LeBron is is good about showing up for matchups. And he knows Paolo Banquero was last season's rookie of the year. And I think LeBron is a showman. He's an entertainer, man. Like, he understands the assignment, right? He's going to show, and he's going to match up against Paolo and give us some moment and uh, help. Apollo, make his career, make his bones in the NBA, if you will. Outside of those two, I'm not worried about much else. I hope Jonathan Isaac gets well, is better. We'll see what he could do with the Orlando Magic. Actually play tonight, which is Monday, and they play again on Tuesday, so he may not play in both contests. What's up with Jalen Suggs? That's a question that I have. He needs to find his shot as well as stay healthy this season. But more importantly, right now, tonight, he's got to get it going. He's got to make some shots. He's got to impact the game. And more importantly, he's got to help this team win. He's got to impact winning. When it comes to the uh, the Wagner's and Mo, uh, these guys had a great summer with uh, the German team along with Dennis Schroeder. They won uh, the World Cup or the World Championships, if you will. What are they going to do tonight against the Los Angeles Lakers uh, and and their wings uh, and A.D.? Anthony Davis, clearly one of the best defensive players in the game today. But everybody's asking A.D. to do a lot more on the offensive end. So we'll see what he has uh, left over from Sunday night's overtime defeat and see if he can get it cooking, if you will, against the Orlando Magic as the Lakers are the host of that game at 10.30 p.m. on NBA TV. Tuesday night, TNT action with Ernie, Kenny, Charles, Jack, and all that good stuff, man, on Tuesday. They have Knicks at Cavaliers. Uh, I feel like I've seen it already. I saw enough of it in the playoffs. Uh, given... Where the Cavaliers are in terms of health, I wouldn't mind if TNT swapped this game out (laughs) with somebody else. But it's only three games on tomorrow, so they didn't know that it was going to be injuries. Donovan Mitchell may or may not play. Uh, Garland is out. Jared Allen out, right? So it's going to be the Karis LeVert, Isaac Okoro, Evan Mobley show. George's Niang and and Max Struess, those guys, right? They're going to have to step up and get it done. The New York Knicks, on the other hand, Julius Randle, hey, my brother, you're going to have to work on your pull-up game. You have no pull-up. not being disrespectful, but some of the turnovers, when you're trying to spin and get back to that left hand, because you have no face-up, that's a pull-up game. But I get it. You are who you are. Jalen Brunson, lead the way. Tom Thibodeau, what's up with Quentin Grimes, man? Run something for this kid. Just ask him to stand in the corner, take less than a handful of shots, seems like, on average per game. Like, I'm a firm believer, ladies and gentlemen. Like, yo, if you're not getting 10 shots a game minimum, like, (laughs) well... If you're as a starter, like, why would I want a starting five where nobody in my starting five, where, excuse me, where my starting five doesn't average 10 shots per game, per player? Hopefully I'm saying that correct. I need each player to attempt a minimum of 10 shots per game. We're doing all this pacing, spacing, and all this beat-up tempos, seven seconds or less, getting off the ball, no holding it, blah, blah, blah. Sound good, but can't nobody seem like they can shoot on the team but maybe one, two, and if you lucky, three guys, then the rest is just jacking up threes because we're telling them that's good basketball, that's analytics. Like, all right, I ain't about to get into all of that, but, oh, my God. Somebody is effing up the game. That's all I can tell you. I've been watching it for a minute since 1977, and some people are messing it up. Basketball players, the object is to put the damn ball in the hole. Doesn't have to be a dunk or a three, and free throws only. The mid range is clearly alive and well, and you need to be creative and taking and being able to make. Any and all shots from any and everywhere on the freaking floor. If that's not a part of your damn training program, you're flat-out training wrong. Like, your training is incomplete. It's decision. And y'all look like program robots. Everybody look the same. Everybody doing the same damn workout. And I know in the industry, I've been doing it, but I don't do that working for somebody. In terms of a corporate programming, hey, I'm in there watching, and I'm learning, and I'm studying, and I see what's right, and I see what's wrong. If I tell you what I think you should keep doing, I'm telling you what I think you should keep doing. If I'm telling you I think you should allow for individualism, individuality, creativity, and imagination, I'm telling you. You get to do what you want, clearly, but I'm just telling you what I see. I'm telling you why some players' games are suffering because they're not meant to be, you're not behind the controls making somebody go somewhere. If they don't see it, they can't make that read. And damn, if they can't make that shot, it's a wrap. Anyway, I'm in on my soapbox. Let me get off that. That's just bad basketball. I'm telling you, we're going to be watching bad basketball. Knicks and Cavaliers can't stand those two teams playing each other. It's ugly basketball, in my opinion. Sorry. Not sorry. But, if you can find something to do, hey man, find something to do and do it until 10 p.m. Get back in front of your TV screen. The San Antonio Spurs at the Phoenix Suns. That's right. Kevin Durant versus Victor Wimbayama. KD, Wemby, all KD, all Wemby. People are begging for Wemby to be able to start taking 20 shots already. I ain't mad at that, but I don't think Wemby's currently up to the conditioning that it takes to be able to take, for a tenth, 20 shots per game. Like, we don't want them to take 20 shots just for the sake of taking 20 shots. Then somebody can get on air somewhere and start talking about, oh, you got to work on this shot selection. Those were bad shots. Like, uh, duh. He's <laughs> 19. But Bayama has a skill set. He's got some shot-making ability. Clearly, he's got length and all that, so forth and so on. This guy, similar to Anthony Davis, already is NBA um, gifted on the defensive side of the ball first. This isn't saying he doesn't have any offensive game, but look, he already told you. He's thinking about working on a sky hook, but he doesn't have a post game. You haven't seen him drop step, post up, sit down, like get big, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, he's face up. He's working on guard skills because <laughs> the programming is take a seven footer and try to make him a guard. Hey, man, does shit sound good? But real rap, it's crazy as hell. This seven-footer don't know how to do shit in the post. Not just Victor Wimbayama, too many others. This is fantasy basketball, man. It's all you can eat. I'm watching. I see it. It's cool when a big man can move like a guard, but guess what he does by moving like a guard? The same things guards get. Ankle sprains. Injuries. To their lower extremities that are different in how they impact their bodies versus if they a big man planning in a post and posting up. Somebody going to wake up and smell the fucking coffee at some point. Hard in my language. Anyway, Spurs and Sons, got to check it out. Should be fun. That brings us to Wednesday's contest on ESPN at 7.30 p.m. That's Wednesday, November the 1st. New Orleans Pelicans will be taking on Oklahoma City Thunder, Shea Gilders-Alexander versus uh, Zion Williamson. Dear NBA, do not be afraid to put some other teams on national TV and introduce a manufacturer like y'all good for some new stars. We know about Zion. We welcome the side of Shea. Keep doing what you're doing, young fella. Keep cooking. This is gonna be a good contest. Uh, not much I can say here other than I'm rolling with the Thunder. No, I'm not. I actually got Pelicans over Thunder in this contest. And on Wednesday, on, also on ESPN at 10 p.m., Clippers and Lakers. I am begging, please. Y Leonard, Paul George. B available playing this contest I know Russ is going to show up and he's going to play I know LeBron is going to play I know AD is going to play I think that Wednesday November the 1st at 10 p.m. Eastern we're going to get the battle for LA we have all been waiting for the one we've been wanting to see the one with a healthy Kawhi right as healthy as he possibly can be or will be all season long, has to be right now. It's the beginning of the season, right? I'm looking forward to that contest. I don't care who wins. I just want to be thoroughly entertained. I want to see these guys go at it. People have crafted all types of storylines. Fine by me. Show me on the court. Let's settle it once and for all. That'll bring me to... Uh, Thursday, November the 2nd, the Toronto Raptors at the Philadelphia 76ers at 7 p.m. on NBA TV. I'm I'm calling this one here the Nick Nurse Bowl, but we'll get into that right after these messages.
1: This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at PHIapparel.co. That's PHIapparel.co dot co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for fifteen percent off. Act now while supplies last.
0: All right, don't forget to act now while those supplies last. Picking up where I left off, man. Thursday, November second, seven p.m. Eastern. Philadelphia seventy sixers host the Toronto Raptors on NBA TV for your viewing pleasure. I'm calling this the Nick Nurse Bowl, right? Nick Nurse, first-year head coach with the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, NBA championship head coach of the Toronto Raptors, okay? He's been replaced in Toronto by Darko uh, Kovic. I believe it's Frank Kovic. Again, I apologize if I'm not accurate. That's not my native tongue, not my language, my apologies. Um, but let's just call him Darko, okay? I think Darko's going to be a good NBA coach. I can't say if he's going to be outstanding. I don't know him. I haven't been following him. I'm going to learn him like the rest of them, by watching and observing, seeing what he does, what his adjustments are, um, what he's running, how they're executing. What is he telling us when he speaks to the media, so forth and so on, right? And then we'll draw some kind of uh, conclusion or opinion uh, at the end of the year. But for right now, I'm optimistic that uh, Darko, along with Dennis Schroeder, Scotty Barnes, Jakob Pertle, Pascal Siakam, and OG Ananobi are going to get some wins. They're going to figure something out, right? They have to because that's the Messiah uh still has that team together for he Mm didn't he he didn't trade OG he hasn't traded Pascal Uh, he brought in Dennis he brought in Darko Uh, he made it his business to let everybody know he wants to see Scotty doing more on the ball right he wants the team to understand like this is Scotty's team we're running around slash and playing through him right We're going to grow him. He's our future slash our present. So I want to see what that looks like. When it comes to the Sixers, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, snap in week one. That's the conversation in Philadelphia, not James Harden. Okay? Way to show up and show out, you two. Way to ball out. Joel Embiid the reigning league MVP, and Tyrese Maxey, who most considered the future of the franchise, snapped in week one, balled out. You go look at the numbers. I'm not going to tell them to you. Go look at them. See it for yourself. They snapped. Tobias Harris, welcome back. Showing that once again, you didn't really lose it. They just didn't use it. This guy can get you 20 points every night. All you got to do is call his number and say, get me 20 points. And if he falls short, hey, he falls short. But it's not that he doesn't know where to go to get his 20 or how to get it. Fantasy owners. Why do y'all disrespect this man so often? so many leagues I've seen, especially in like the leagues that I'm playing in, like salary cap leagues, right? Okay, he costs $30-some million. Dollars. And because his name isn't really sexy, he don't get a lot of props. People are like, they'll let Tobias Harris sit out on the waiver wire or in the waiver pool practically all season every year. That won't happen this year, not if I got Something to say about it. I'm going to use him because it's a different year. Nick Nurse's offense, his style of play is different. I think Tobias uh, is going to have a resurgence in his points per game. I think he's going to get about seven rebounds per game. I think he's going to maintain his efficiency from the field. And who knows? He might actually uh, do 50-40-90 this season. It's not a far... uh, uh, Reach or stretch for him, in my opinion. Uh, So this would be a good contest. Um, I'm not really a homer. I did grow up on the Philadelphia 76ers. Something says the Sixers to win this contest, even though when it comes to fantasy, uh, I'm much more of a Scotty Barnes fan, right? I'm excited about young players. I like the young player with a chip on his shoulder. People are saying he's not a point guard. Uh, people are saying he, he won't get point guard eligibility. When I've been saying he is a point guard, he will get it. It's only a matter of time. I'm sticking to my guns. I believe in Scotty Barnes. The 10 p.m. game on Thursday, November 2nd. Is going to be the Spurs and Suns. And is it the rematch already? Didn't I just bring that game up? Yeah. Like on Wednesday on TNT, we're going to have Spurs at Suns. And then on Thursday on NBA TV, we're going to have Spurs at Suns again. Yeah. Yep. It's the home, home not the home in a way, back-to-back rematch, the home-home. I don't know what the NBA is doing or why they're doing it like that, but, hey, they're praying. You're not going to lose. It's Victor Wambayama. Like, everybody is tuning in right now. He is the hottest ticket in sports, dare I say. I think he's the hottest ticket in sports right now. Well, hell, what do I know? I don't know. I'm just saying it to be saying it because it sounded right. Doesn't sound right. Everybody's talking about him. He's going to take on Kevin Durant again, back to back. So it's like round one and round two. If Victor loses round one, it's cool. It's always the next day in round two. Like you don't even gotta wait <laughs> more than twenty four hours. Like you can get right back to it, learn from whatever mistakes you make, quick as you can, and then face off against one of the greatest scores of all time in the easy money sniper, Kevin Durant, and show them what you can bring to the table. Does Victor Wimbayama get 20 shots in one of these two games? Uh, let's try it. If Pop can figure a way to get Victor Wimbayama at least team good shots I'll live with potentially six bad shots that Victor might come up with on his own through innovation, creativity, right? Just to see what it looks like on film, just to see what it looks like in a real game. I'm cool with that. Why? It's the beginning of his career. No one's going to remember any of this unless while doing so, He does something historic, 20 shots, and does 60 points. I don't know. I'm just making it up. Otherwise, it's not going to matter five to ten years from now what Victor Wembayama did one day in October in 2023. (laughs) I'm just trying to put it in perspective, people. All right, but well, right now, it's the talk, okay? So I think that's going to be cool. That should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to get off that. I'm going to give my fantasy folks some more love. Let's talk about some guys who are doing well, clearly, in, in, in fantasy. Joel Embiid is, is is being Joel Embiid. As I told you, he he, he snapped um, currently 31 points. Ten rebounds, seven assists, one steal, two threes, uh, 55% from the field. Struggling a little from the line, 65% right now, but it's still early. One double-double so far. Anthony Davis, 48% from the field, 91% from the free throw line, averaging 26-12-3 with two steals and three blocks. He has two double-doubles. Nikola Jokic doing joker things, shooting 62% from the field, 77 from the line, 26 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists. He has three double-doubles. Yeah, dude doesn't miss when it comes to those double-doubles. If he's playing, he's pretty much getting one. A DeMondis, a bonus, team rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 3 double-doubles. 54% from the field, about 69% from the line. Tyrese Maxey, 50% from the field, 91% from the free throw line, 30 points, seven rebounds, six assists, five threes per game right about now. All right? is going down. So that's, 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 that's what I'm sharing. If you saw it, you saw it. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you get active. Get active, man. Get in the know. For uh for my guy Ty, Barry, Aaron, and myself, and everyone else here at Sports City Chef Network and the Amazon Music Podcast Radio. I am Ace King reminding you to make your next move, your best move. I'll gladly serve you again on Friday. We out.
2: Sport City, Sport City Chef. Chefs, sports city, sports city. Chefs, chef, sports city, sports city. Chefs, chef, sports city, sports city. Chef, chef, sports city, sports city. Kaboom! Sports city chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on the spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman and M.F. Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the sports city chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports. <laughs> the kid. Uh-huh.